service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Can Scotland make it three in a row tomorrow night? Ukraine, they need a win. We need just a draw to reach Division A. Without Tierney, McKenna and McTominay, Barry Ferguson, you watched us win two in a row at the weekend, 2-1 against Ireland. Yeah, um, listen, first and foremost, it was a, a brilliant result. Um, the performance, look, it wasn't at the same level as Wednesday night against Ukraine because that was one of the best, if not the best, I've seen Scotland play under, Stevie Clark. Um, so it was always go, going to be hard to hit the heights. Um, but the most important thing is they showed great character going to go down going in at half time and then they came out and obviously got the two goals so listen it was a, a brilliant three points against a, a decent Republic Island mm. team because um, they caused a, a bit of um, sorry a few problems but listen the big ones uh, tomorrow night but listen six points out of the, the last two games you can't ask for any more um, the only disappointing thing is the players that you've just mentioned they are Kieran Tierney McKenna and McTominay have been a massive part of the last two results. Mark, this seems to be a tournament that the Scots love. We excel in this one. Yeah, um, you know, Steve Clark's got a really good record. I have to be honest, Paul, after the defeat in Dublin, um, I thought we would no chance. I didn't see his recovering, but we're now uh, 90 minutes away from taking nine points out of nine, three wins in a row. Um, and why not? I know we only need a, need a draw, but it's maybe a wee bit dangerous to try and play for a draw. That said, we might be short of number nines uh, tomorrow night. Shea Adams and Lyndon Dykes um, are both ill, uh, although they will, they've, they've travelled. Um, but I'm, I've got every confidence that Scotland will go and get the right result tomorrow and it'd be incredible to go and get another promotion. Shea Adams, going to hear from him in a few moments. Yes, yeah, virus rocking the camp. Barry, do you think that's true? Do you think they'll be okay? Dykes and Adams, they've travelled. Yeah, well, you've just said they've, they've travelled, so that tells me they're going to make themselves a, a, available. Um, I don't think it's a serious virus, a, a bit of sickness. Um, Shea Adams trained, London Dykes didn't, but both of them are on the plane to Poland and I fully expect them to be fit and ready for the squad tomorrow some big wins for Scotland the last two games what do you think you can speak to the former Scotland captain Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi Mark you're a great student of the game you're never off really and over the weekend I know you've been uh, you know widening your football knowledge how was Real Mallorca? <laughs> How is the La Liga team doing? Are they still in La Liga? Yeah, yeah, it's still, it's still going, it's still going. Uh, they're still doing well. You need a few days well. off, they're, and they're, you deserve they're, it. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're there or thereabouts, so I'm told. Good to get a wee bit of sun just before what's coming up next, because we're looking forward to tomorrow night and oh. then the league this weekend, yeah. and then Champions League. Well, Paul, I mean, I think you know, from tomorrow night onwards, we go right up to November the 12th, November the 13th. It is non-stop. You know, you look at Celtic Rangers. Um, four Champions League games still to go I think they've got eight league games each between now and the World Cup and a League Cup quarter final as well for both clubs so it's going to be relentless and 
the six weeks will fly in mm. and what we will have a proper view of how the season is, is, is going to shape up. Barry, this time next week we'll be getting ready well for Rangers, Liverpool. I know you don't want to talk about that just yet, but it is so exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about Liverpool there. Yeah. The, the massive club, Champions League winners um, no long ago. Um, some unbelievable players, world-class players yeah. in their team. And if you want to be in the Champions League, you've got to come up against the best. And certainly, look, I know they've not had the best they starts domestically and they had a, a bad result against Napoli, but they got a good one against Ajax but listen as a Rangers player can down to Anfield that's the games you want to be involved in and really looking forward to it next Tuesday there's a magic about that isn't there Liverpool uh, Rangers yeah really really special Paul I mean it's, I mean, it's mouth watering you know back to back fixtures um, Anfield will, will be absolutely jam packed Ibrox will be absolutely jam packed and uh, nice as well also the two Scottish boys Calvin Ramsey, you see a couple of Liverpool players talking about him that he's been doing well, he's caught the eye in training and young Ben Doak yeah. progressing very, very nicely um, there too and, and scored for the, the Scotland under-21 um, side. So, yeah, it's good, you know, it's important that we've got Scottish boys following in Andy Robertson's footsteps. And for Celtic, RB Leipzig and a, a big run of games for them as well, but they could well end up in the top two in that division you would reckon Real Madrid surely are going to come out on top but Celtic have got a real chance to come runners up yeah they have you know you've got to, to, to do that Paul I think you've got to take a minimum four out of six yeah. you know against uh, Leipzig they may well be rejuvenated under their new coach um, as well Marco Rosi so um, you know had they had Leipzig first the way that, 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 that Shakhtar did then you know Celtic may well have won the game I think they're facing a different Leipzig now uh, Paul so if Celtic can pull off four out of six what an achievement that would be Hampden Park, 50,000 nearly on Saturday evening. Could they replicate what they did against Ukraine just three nights earlier? Well, a 2-1 win. Here was the manager's assessment after the game. Already done better in this campaign than they did in the last one because we're two points better off. I spoke about the summer and how, I, how we felt as though we'd stalled a little bit. We've tried to kickstart and, and go again. You've seen with the two performances, the two results, that, that we feel we've done that. But we haven't done anything yet. We want to. We want to finish. We want to finish top of the group. We have to go to Ukraine. We have to play as well as we can play and, and get the result required. What about the injuries? He was asked today. It's obviously disappointing because you, you don't want to lose any player from the squad. Uh, Kieran and, and Scott, two good players, playing playing to the best of their ability. But as I always say, injuries are sent to test you. It's now a chance for someone else. Certainly being tested, Barry. So Barry Mackay called up, Stephen Kingsley as well. What do you make of the replacements? Well, both of them have, have done uh, really well at, yeah. at Hearts. Mm -hmm. um, Barry Mackay, there's been, in my mind, um, no doubt about Barry Mackay's ability. He's always he's always had had it in the locker. Probably just consistency-wise, um, he's no brought it week in, week out. But certainly since Robbie's brought him in it, at Hearts he's been one of Hearts top performers and Kingsley at the back left left pegger he's um, he's a good player he, he reads the game really well so I think two of them have deserved their call up if I've been honest Mark yeah uh, I think it's good news um, and well deserved um, for them um, interesting what he, what he decides to do with Scott McTominay not available tomorrow night and Paul does that open the door for, for Billy Gilmer um, who's not started I'm not even sure if Billy's actually come off the bench um, in either game so um, I don't think that's anything to do with his ability maybe just find his feet he's not had a lot of football just settling in um, at Brighton but I would imagine that, that, that Billy Gilmer would, would step in but there are other options so we will get a clear indi indication of 
We had Billy Gilmour stands in the pecking order if he's not in that standing lineup tomorrow night. Barry, is it Ryan Jack? I think it'll be Ryan Britain. Jack. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know what I think of Billy Gilmour as a, yeah. a footballer. Um, he's just going through a tough time in terms he's not played a, a, enough games for me. Um, he's obviously made the move to Brighton. Um, but if you're asking my opinion, I think Stevie Clark will go with Ryan Jack and beside Callum McGregor. Here's some breaking news. Stephen McGowan has uh, posted the Scottish clubs have voted in favour of the £30 million a year extension to the current broadcast deal with Sky Sports. So that's the £150 million, up from £25 million, 60 games, I think, rather than 48, and there could be secondary rights going out. But that's the breaking news that's just come out. Uh, but, I mean, a lot of people say we're, we're underselling ourselves, and I can totally get that argument. However, in this day and age, with everything that's going on just now, and who's to say... Uh, the financial crisis that, that's that's on everybody isn't going to get worse and, and it will hit football of course it will and it is hitting football so all things considered to have £150 million guaranteed for the next five years with a partner that we all know and we all trust that like the game then it's it's not a bad thing we'd love it to be more of course we would but we are where we are and if we're guaranteed £30 million a year which is a 20% increase in what we've got just now got to take it there's been no one else knocking on the door is there that's the problem yeah, Barry there I, isn't I think Mark sums it up perfectly yeah. um, yep there's there's nobody else coming to the, the party in, in terms of um, the money that's put down you're guaranteed £150 million over the five years I think we're selling it too cheaply yeah I do I, I think we've got a good product up here but at this moment in time the way the world's going You've got to take what's what's on the table. Um, it's an extra five million pound a year. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. I think the one's sitting at twenty five million. Yeah. So listen, there's they've got to take it, and as Mark just mentioned, there, you know, you're going to get it for Sky Sports. Sure. There's somebody who they've been yeah. in partnership for a number of years, and somebody mm. you can trust. So, look, ideally, you would have liked to get more money, um, but listen, that's only offer that's on the table and I think they've got to take it BT Sport they've gone in a different direction BT yeah. itself that's yeah. not the strategy anymore they were yeah. terrific here were. it's not happening Gavin yeah. Patton's long gone now the CEO who launched that what seven years ago or something yeah. they've gone and you'll remember ten years ago so uh, there wasn't any Sky deal and nobody else stepped up Satanta yeah. were around they've gone yeah. it's easy to say there should be more and yeah. we would all like to see more yeah. it needs a bidding war yeah I mean I, I think we're right to say there should be more and we want more but that said the other thing too Paul as we all know from the Satanta deal um, up here ITV down the road not so long ago we know Sky are here to stay they're, they're, they're no you know, one hit wonders that are coming in they're, they're reliable and you know you're going to get paid which is important yep. um, too so we know Sky's always going to be there and that's got to be part of the I'm sure that's been part of the process of the, the decision making too there is a secondary package that they can put out Maybe they might take, you know, you might get, a, I don't know, an Amazon or something yeah, like that yeah. coming in or a Disney, mm -hmm. whatever, you know, you might get somebody different yeah. just coming to take something like that. Yeah. Why not? And that opens the door to maybe potential future uh, partnerships um, with them. So I would, to be honest, I'd like to see somebody going, somebody new, the way BT and Sky shared yeah. it mm -hmm. seven, eight years ago. Um, I'd like to see that again. Can you imagine one of the documentaries, like the ones we saw recently, you know, Man City, we've seen Spurs, um, there's been Arsenal, it'd be great if they did Rangers or Celtic. Yeah, and Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. and it would be good if um, you could share mm. it with, with somebody like Amazon, they've got so much money. Um, could we do a production? I think, yeah, do a listen, production? I, I, yeah, I'll go back to it. I think we've got a good product yeah. up here. I really do. Sure. Um, and I think we undersell it, but at this moment in time, as I just mentioned earlier, the way the world's going, finances are tight all over. This deal, 
at this moment in time, £150 million. Um, it'll help all the clubs. For sure. And Paul, bottom line is, for most of our clubs, if we don't have that financial security for the next five years, a lot of our clubs won't be able to stay full-time. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah. For sure. Scary times. We hear the news. We know that the pound's at an all-time, was earlier today, an all-time low against the dollar in 50 years. It's scary times for people. So that is breaking news. The Sky deal is over the line. We know that Rangers weren't happy with it, but it is over the line. So that's going to happen. Livingston, I think, we're hedging their bets, but it seems to have the approval. Stephen McGowan has just tweeted good it. Good on him. Good story. Stephen. Yeah, yeah, he's good, good journalist, isn't he? Well done, Stephen. He good just, story he to get. here. Absolutely. The programme, once... <laughs> Why was he not back on? <laughs> he two gigs, it two gigs in one night. First and his last. Ah, not at all. <laughs> Stephen, we are kidding. We're only kidding, Stephen. Yes. Exactly. A great story. Another great story great from Stephen McGill. So, what do you think he, on he that? Breaks yes. some amount. He does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he does. He gets good. He has. Got, he's got a very good column. Mm-hmm. On a Saturday morning, one of the best columnists around. Did you bring us in back from Palma, Mallorca? <laughs> have you? Let's cut to the chase. He's in with a tan here. Just, just, yeah. just, my, just my expertise yeah. of Real Mallorca. Yeah, well done. <laughs> 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney, and Mark Guidi, ahead of the big game tomorrow night. It's been a great, what, six days so far. Tomorrow, can we do it in Krakow? The match. Well, we heard about the virus in the camp today. Shea Adams spoke before they flew out, and I think he's feeling a good bit better. No, I feel great. Um, you know, I trained this morning and feeling better, but uh, I think it's just, a, you know, it's one of them ones where we have to get through it and get a massive, massive uh, performance in tomorrow. No, I'm, I'm tough, as, I'm tough, so I, I can play, I think. Um, yeah, I think if it was any worse than that, I think I couldn't. But, you know, I'm, I'm fit and I'm ready to go. He sounds like a boxer, doesn't he? Yeah, but yeah. listen, that's a kind of attitude yeah. you, you want for a player. He just needs to go on with it. Yep, he's maybe been up and been on the toilet pan um, during the <laughs> night. But listen, it just, it just shows you that these, these guys that are involved in the squad at this moment in time are just desperate to be involved in, in play. And that's what you want to hear for players. Told you, Barry knows everything that's going on in Scottish football and beyond. And also, he'll want to get in about uh, Bondar, the guy who charged him with that rugby tackle last week. So, Shea Adams, he didn't score, but he did so much. Oh, didn't what he? a performance! Yeah, yeah and uh, you know, I think we're maybe we're all a wee bit concerned about the number nine situation. You know, Shea Adams had a good start to the season. I think Everton were willing to pay twenty-five million to get him. They couldn't get a deal over the line. Lyndon Dykes, you know, maybe he's, he's dipped maybe in two thousand and. 22, but to come back and come off the bench, score two goals. And as you say, Paul, she Adams, he didn't score, but I thought he led the line yeah. really, really well. But and, and as you say, with that interview, he just loved that. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what? Okay, I'm not feeling 100%, mm-hmm. but even if need be, I'll go and give you a right good hour. Mm-hmm. If I need to come off, I'll get the job done. But he he yeah. does so much work mm-hmm. for the team. Yeah. Um, he, he's a player you would enjoy playing with. Um, he runs the channels, he closes he close his centre backs down. He always gives 100%. The only thing I probably say is not a natural goal scorer. And you're, at times you're willing him on to get that, that goal. But his performance last week um, against Ukraine, I thought he was different class. Yep. Tomorrow night, final hurdle. Exactly. Um, I think we've had a good two games uh, in, the, in this campaign. And I think we just have to end it, end it well now. I think uh, you know everyone wants to do well and, and everyone show how, how good we are as a team. Um, so it's just you know getting over that final line tomorrow. But he knows they are a top team. Look, in the summer it wasn't good enough and I, don't, and I think everyone knows that. Uh, so it was up to us to put it right you know, at Hamden and, and, and we surely did that. Um, so... It's going to be another hard one and tough one tomorrow, but it's something we're looking forward to. How do we approach that, Barry? We're away from home. We need a point. Is that difficult? Yeah, you, you don't go out looking for a point. I think that 
you, you could get hurt badly if you go in with that mindset. I, I think he'll go over there with a, with a game plan. Look, we're, we're missing very important players in my eyes. Um, and it was going to be difficult because you're, you're playing away from home. I think they'll be hurting because I, I thought we ran out, apart from the first 10 minutes where they countered on us a couple of times, um, I, I thought we dominated um, the full the full game. Um, it's going to be a different game over there, but the guys must be full of confidence, Paul. And, and if you look at the bench, I still think it's a strong bench, so guys will need to come in and and obviously take over for the, the important players that we're missing. Will you give us your team before seven o'clock? Because you were almost bang on last week, both teams. So we'll get your team. Yeah, when, well. when the team yeah. came out Wednesday, I, I thought he would have went to a back four. Uh-huh. I mean, he's most of the time he he, he does go with the, the back three, but he's obviously watched the, the game. He's identified that we get ran over the top um, in in June, yeah. and I thought the four two three one formation worked a treat. Um, against Ukraine I was unsure whether he was going to change it against Republic first half I thought they just edged it Republic yeah. Ireland mm-hmm. but I thought in the second half we, we showed real character because it's tough international going a goal down going in at half time the crowd are a bit disappointed um, so that shows me that there's a good mindset in that in that squad because um, mm-hmm. Republic Ireland are a decent team aren't they? they nullified yeah. us in the first half didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did, and you've got to give them credit because when you look back to the game in Dublin in the summer, they ran over the top. Yeah. They, they dominated it. Um, so, listen, that was a that was a brilliant three points as well on Saturday. Yeah, to, to be honest, I have to. Even though Republic Ireland uh, beat us three 0 in June, I was still surprised at how capable uh, they were. Because I'm, I'm not really sure about, about Stephen um, Kenny and, and and being the manager there, but I have to say the the surprise because I remember. Kind of Republic of Ireland team, even as little as ten years ago, when yeah. Barry's playing, playing against them 15, 20 years ago, yeah. you could sort of rhyme it off the proper yeah. household names from like Fisher like giving in goals, yeah. Roy Keane, you know Robbie all those Keane. Robbie yeah. Keane. You think when they had a hell of a squad for for twenty years, you can back to Jack Charlton right through, mm-hmm. Mick McCarthy's teams and stuff like that. So um, they don't have the household names really anymore. But he's you know he's managed to build a a really good work ethic. Troy Parrott's a pesto, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was in among us, especially the first half. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, as I said, some of the players they're no household names, they're mm. no playing at the, the top level um, down in down in England, but they're they're, um, they're they're a decent outfit. They're, they struggled at the start, but you could see there's a, there's a good team in the making there. I think with Republic Island, and they, and they showed it in spells. Um, I think overall, I think a draw would have been a fair result. Look, yeah. watching the game. Um, but listen we done brilliant to get the three points because that was a sore one we took over in Dublin in, in, in June and we're going to talk about the penalty should it have been a penalty of course we're delighted that's coming up on Gar Go Radio's assistant referee that's coming next The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, go. So, GAR here on Go Radio. Every Monday after the football, the talking points. And we did have one on Saturday at Hamden. It was in our favour. And I want to find out from Mark Guidi, Barry Ferguson, in their opinion, should this have been a penalty for Scotland? You know the story. In uh, 18 minutes, Ireland took the lead. John Egan, the skipper, right foot shot, came across from a corner. We didn't clear it. And they were one up. And then the Jack Henry header, 49 minutes, 1-1. Into the last 10 minutes of the game, so you know, a point would have been, Stevie Clark said, 
Four points out of the two games would be good, but we wanted all three and we got them. But the penalty, what did you think, Barry, at that moment then, the Ryan Christie incident, was it a penalty? Well, let's put it this way. I'm in the, the, the Ireland team playing, I'm absolute raging and I'm in the Scotland team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm delighted. Uh, I, I, I watched it three or four times. Um, I thought it was soft. Right. So the corner kick, Alan Brown's hand went up. Yep. Why I, did he lead I, with his hand? I think he's, there's a slight push on him. Okay. From from the back, but his arms raised. Mm-hmm. The rules are: your arm raises and the ball hits you, hits your arm. Mm-hmm. It's it's a penalty. Um, but I, I I think it's a soft a soft penalty. If Barry Ferguson had been the referee, would you have given it? Do you think? Mm. Mm, no, no, I wouldn't. No, have. You wouldn't have. No, Mark. I uh, I think by the letter of the law, it's a penalty, and I think it's a very very faint. Touch the ref. I think the referee deserves a lot of credit. Or maybe it's been the lines been over by the corner flag, whoever spotted it. Um, but uh, you know, I think we'd, we'd all agree if you're Republic, I absolutely fizzing. You would be fizzing with that decision. Yeah. Uh, but if you're Scotland, you take it all day long. So I, I think it's harsh. But by the letter of the law, um, it probably is a penalty. And we had VAR. Mm. VAR was there, mm-hmm. um, but it yep. did go ahead. And by listen, let's take it. Exactly. Do, what do, about do, Ryan do, 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 yeah. We don't get, we don't get a, yeah. a lot, a lot, I would imagine. So yeah. listen, we'll, we'll take it. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. And Ryan Christie's stuck the penalty away, giving Os McPhee a bit of credit, which is nice to see. Barry will know, you know, the preparation and stuff that goes into games. You know, it's not just a case of the manager picking a team and out you go and go and try and win the game. <laughs> all the wee bits of the finer detail, all the wee small percentages that help get you to where you want to be and that's you know a little bit of detail of helped Scotland get six points out of six the past two games and uh, on the verge of, of uh, topping the group and guaranteeing a playoff poll for Euro 2024 yep. um, unless I'm mistaken no, that's correct right. so yep. what a, I mean what a step is that already that is already that's how we got to yep. Euro 2020 that exact same route so you know Tomorrow is massive. It is a massive game. To finish top of that section, we're guaranteed to be in a playoff to get to the Euros in Germany. Do you know what's impressed me? They come in for a bit of flack. And you hear Steve, Stevie Clark saying um, about it. He was, I want to say worried, but he was slightly concerned about their, their performances in June. And what's impressed me is how they've come back for that. Um, I, I mean, I've got to be honest with you, I don't know if you agree with me, Mark. I think that's the best performance. Wednesday night that I've seen under Stevie Clark we were, we were a threat every time we went forward and as I, I mentioned 24 attempts on goal we had um, so and they I'm so so impressed yeah. with the, the level that um, they set in, in Wednesday and it's always difficult to, to keep that going but the most important thing is they showed I'll go back to a word they showed character because um, in international when you're playing a good team you go a goal down they make it tough to, to break you down. Is the penalty a bit lucky? It is in my eyes, but listen, you take it all day. Um, and what a, what a great six points over three days. I see Charlie Christie, his eyes covered, but somebody said, no, watch, he's going to score. And his boy did score. Aye, yep. he, he did. And also as well, I thought for the equaliser, I mean, you know, credit to Jack Henry for the header, but what a lovely wee jink from Ryan Christie as well, you know, just to create that yard, he's driven into the ball, he's lifted his head and and he's picked it out, so, you know, Christie as well, he was a very good player at Celtic, you know, played a, a huge role under Brendan Rodgers' um, team, um, but, I mean, it looks as though 
Um, the year he's had down south, albeit it was in the Championship, but he's now played you know a number of games in the okay. Premier League uh, too. I, I can see his games definitely developed. Yeah. Can I just say about Jack Henry's goal? Yeah. A lot of people going on great header. Mm-hmm. Watch it for the start. Callum McGregor plays it into him and he drives into midfield. He actually starts the move, fires it wide, continues his run into the box. Christie does a wee jink, crosses it in and it's a, a great header. Um, so a lot of people have forgot the build-up to mm-hmm. it. He actually started the build-up um, to the goal um, and it was a fantastic goal. Good bit of play for, for Jack Henry um, who showed good quality did, didn't he yeah over, a la- yeah, over yeah. the last couple of games mm. he showed um, real good quality because mm. he, he's got all the he's got all the tools on me mm. um, the only thing I would probably say is maybe concentration at times but good centre back and his last two performances have been um, at a high standard G-A-R the Go Assisted Referee on the Go Radio Football Show with joejunk.co.uk And that'll be back again next Monday when we'll be looking back to Hearts Rangers, Celtic Motherwell and the rest of the games this coming weekend. You gave us a hint of this on Friday night. Craig Gordon's missus was in hospital. The great news is they had a wee baby boy, everything well, and then he goes and plays. I mean, didn't have that much to do, but he had a couple of good saves. So I know you want to congratulate Yeah, but it wouldn't surprise me. He's been in hospital overnight um, for the birth of his young kid and... I wouldn't expect any anything less than Craig yeah. Gordon uh, making sure he was he was going to be there for the the seven forty five kickoff. Um, <laughs> and when when he's in and goals, yeah. um, he do, he does make a difference. He is a a top quality operator at that level. Um, in the back five, and that's me including the goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. I thought over the piece the, the two games that they were really solid because they've been used to playing a certain way under Stevie Clark and they've changed pretty quickly. And that's where you've got to got to um, give him a pat in the back because you don't get much time on the training ground and yep. I say that before the Ukraine game Stevie Clark would have been lucky if he had well only yeah. one day mm-hmm. he would have had the full squad on that training pitch the day before the Ukraine game so he come out and play a different system and they get mm-hmm. that result and then carry it on um, into Saturday they, they deserve a lot of credit because they come in for a bit of criticism in June oh, but they've fired yeah. back mm-hmm. in my mind in the right manner yeah and, and also just to Pass on congratulations to, to Craig Gordon and his his family, uh, the wee baby boy. Um, and you know, without wishing his career away, but we do know he's at an age that he's getting. You know, the finishing line is in sight. And and Paul, you know, I'm talking about us getting to hopefully getting to Euro 2024. The goalkeeping position will eventually very very quickly become a concern yeah. um, because you know. Two years ago with Alan McGregor, David Marshall and Craig Gordon, you know, those, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd go to them and Leighton and, and uh, all the rest, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Um, but the goalkeeping position is very, very quickly going to become uh, a concern because underneath Craig Gordon, we've got a few decent ones, mm-hmm. but we don't have an outstanding international goalkeeper and that's something that you can't, they don't grow in trees, sure. but we need to enjoy Craig Gordon while we've got him. Well, you've got Liam Kelly yeah. who... Let's be honest, that has been a, a very good goalkeeper. He would have done Willow, well. Yeah, yeah, but then you go to young McCrory. He's only played he's two first-team games sure. at Rangers. I know he's been in loan before, and I did say last week, I think it's important for young Robbie. I think he's got all the attributes to be a top goalkeeper, but he needs to go and play games. Um, I think he's got the potential to be a future Rangers and Scotland number one, yeah. but he needs to go and get games under his belt. 
And Mark, for Liam Kelly, I was thinking, well, if Craig Gordon doesn't make it, this could be a big night for him. And he needed that kind of game because he's a very good keeper, isn't he? Craig Gordon? Uh, Liam Kelly. Liam Kelly, yeah. yeah Liam I Kelly. If Liam yeah. Kelly had played, right, sorry, it would have been good, yeah, good for his yeah. development. But then, yeah. you know, it was good that Craig Gordon nah, was playing. We, we, yeah. we needed um, Craig Gordon all night. But yeah, Liam Kelly, look, you don't know until you're, you're thrown yeah. in. I, I, I like Liam Kelly. I've liked him since he was since he was at Rangers and I remember he's you know, at Livingston went down to QPR. Listen, he's, he's not get the height of Craig yeah. Gordon or, or David Marshall you know, that kind of six foot three, six foot four um, presence. But I love his agility. He's got fantastic agility, Liam Kelly. So he kind of makes up for it. I think he's very brave. And for his his lack of inches, he's no shy to come off his line. I like about him too. We've got Xander Clark, yeah. who hearts have identified the, 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 the thing that's coming in the horizon with them in terms of their goalkeeping situation with Craig Gordon, they've moved to tie up Xander Clark. So, so he is number two there now, yeah, isn't he? So yeah. whenever Craig Gordon hangs up his gloves, and I hope it's not for a long time, yeah. they've not got panic. They've got a successor waiting in line, and that's what Scotland need to go and find. But it won't be easy because you maybe only play 10 games a year, Paul, and you know what to be, to be risking things. So we could have three or four uh, contenders to replace um, Craig Gordon in the next year, 18 months. Do you think David Marshall would have come back in if required? If there was nobody else? If there was an emergency, yeah. I don't think he would let his country down. No, I saw him at the petrol station this morning. And it did go through did my mind. Ask him? Just a, uh, did you no, ask him? He patched me. No, <laughs> he, he didn't see me over the aisle. No, that's, that's his story. No, but it, I did think about it. Just two years ago, you know, he's up against Mitrovic and all that. Yeah. It's phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah. He's been... Yeah. Uh, he's a top keeper and he's at Hibs uh, but that's a great point Where where's the succession there's not a nat- for me no. right now yeah. it's up for grabs there's not a natural um, success. you look at England so Pickford's out at the moment they've got three but three brilliant goalies yeah. who's going to be you know, is it, is it Nick Pope yeah. is, it, is, it, is it Henderson is it Ramsdale you know you think of what they've got down the road they've got highly experienced uh, backup goalkeeper. You could argue that every one of them is better than Jordan Pickford. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, as I say, we've got Craig God will enjoy him. Hopefully, he's got at least another year, 18 months left in him. But when the time comes, you know, it might be a big problem for us. Gareth Southgate, should he stay, should he go? Oh, wait, oh, wait, 17, 17, 700. They're going nuts, Andy, down south, Barry, um, because relegated from Nations yeah, League. Yeah, we could but, get promoted. Yeah, that, that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? I would love that. In France, relegated. In Germany, not sure what's going to happen with them, but do you think we will? Are we going to go for the win? Barry Ferguson said yes. Don't go for the draw tomorrow. Here's Steve Clark. It's a question that's always asked about this sort of situation. I don't think anybody ever goes and sets out for a draw. Your, your team is always set up to try and win the game. If you play as well as you can, but the win's not there, then normally the fallback situation is that you'll get a draw. We're certainly not going there to set up for a draw because then if you don't reach your expectations, you lose the game. What impact do you think? What I, we'll never know what impact do you think it'll be with the subs coming in I'm making this bit up he does speak here about Mackay and Kingsley consistency of consistency of play for both of them Barry's been consistent with Hearts creative a player that can win a game in a moment Stephen's a, a good professional like I've already pointed out can play two or three different positions uh, I think he's made a big difference to the Hearts team since he went there and, and the fact that he he gives them that little bit of composure at the back. He can play, he can defend, both good players. And like I said the last time, I'm looking at all the players. I'm always looking because you never know. You might you might find that your squad is stretched to the maximum and you have to find players that can come in and players that you feel you can trust. And I think I can trust both. Barry, you can trust both. Will we see either of them tomorrow? I don't think 
either will start the, the, the game um, but I, I do as I said at the start of the show Paul I think they deserve their call up mm. Kingsley's been um, when I've watched Hearts Barry Mackay stood out and so is Kingsley at the back he, he looks a cultured footballer he's playing lefty a three he's played central a three at, at Hearts um, and I don't think Stevie Clark would have any problems with, with, with throwing either into the game but I don't think um, either will start but listen they deserve their call up because two of them have been excellent players over the piece for Hearts Someone you spoke about on Friday Aaron Hickey what's the latest on him? Aaron just felt a little bit tight on the, the game with probably with this game in mind and you have got Tony Ralston on the bench who can go on and do a good job for us he's done it before Aaron trained this morning seems to be seems to be okay so I've got a good choice now to make between Tony and Aaron for the right back position Mark, decent yeah, yeah, I mean, it is. You know, you think you get Nathan Pass, unfortunately, who's who's not available on the left hand side. You know, you put, you're looking at somebody like Greg Taylor being your third choice left back. Stephen Kingsley being your fourth. I mean, what a, what a great position uh, to be in. I think if Hickey declares himself fit, I'd imagine it's a kind of situation where the manager will really, you know, trust the players. Um, can add judgment, and if I think if Hickey declares himself fit, he and Greg Taylor will be your two fullbacks. If not. Anthony Ralston will go in and, and won't let Scotland down what do you think 08 08 17 17 700 you know the number and we're on the socials at Go Football Show Barry after the break you're going to give us your team that you think will start tomorrow night in Krakow yeah, you, yeah. you just put that on is there yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, you're on it tonight you're sharp yeah, yeah, I'll give you yeah. my team. <laughs> OK, we'll do that shortly. A wee bit more from the manager um, about the replacements and about the issues in the squad that um, with the virus and losing a couple of key players. And Stephen Kingsley can play there as well, so we've, we've got we've got really good options. Uh, disappointing to lose Scott McKenna. Like I said, we've got a little sickness bug in the camp, so maybe I'll wake up tomorrow morning I've got a different set of problems, I don't know. So, like, just deal with it. Just deal with it, Mark. You like that? Yeah. I like. I, I like Steve yeah. uh, Clatter. I mean, I really do. And um, you know, I, I want to see him do well. I mean, he's been in the job what three and a half years now, uh, three years. Um, so um, he knows what he's doing, and um, he's come back for that bump in the road. You know, he, he described that. You know, internally, the knew it wasn't going in the right direction after the summer, the blow of not making it to to the World Cup, and um, he could have felt sorry for himself. He could have allowed things to be deflated. Uh, but he's not, you know. He's picked them up. Tough schedule, three games in in, uh, in seven days, and uh, he's got the players right up for it. And it's like I say, Paul, we're on the verge of securing a playoff place. That is, that is massive, absolutely massive. Barry, something slightly different for a moment. How disrespectful was the Hartlepool chairman, who said he didn't know who Paul Hartley was before he appointed him? It was a joke, isn't it? That's a, a, a joke. Paul Hartley's played at a high level. He's played with Hearts and Hibs. Um, he's played Champions League football for, for Celtic. He's been capped 25 times, correct me if I'm mm -hmm. wrong yep. here, yep. For, for Scotland. Five played, promotions as a manager. Yep, he's played down um, in the Championship for Bristol City. When I seen that, um, I was angry. Mm -hmm. I, I, that, that, for me, is disrespectful. Totally unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. But you know, you know what? It's actually a bigger indictment in him than it is in Paul Hartley. Yeah. Just shows you some of the people that are running football clubs aren't they fit to be running them. And um, obviously he doesn't know football. Yeah. The guy exactly. who owns the, the club. Exactly. Go, and, go and Google Paul Hartley. It's easy to yep. <laughs> do and see the level that um he's he, he's played that and he's a good Lanarkshire boy as well. Well that's it. <laughs> <laughs> 
The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, go. The Go Radio Football Show. Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, taking your calls 0808 17 17 700. Barry, we're on a winning run. Over 1.2 million downloads for the show. People making the switch at five. Yeah, br- brilliant to hear. Um, as, as I said, since I've, I joined here a couple of years ago, yep. I've enjoyed um, every single show. Every single show. It's brilliant. Thank you for making that switch. Mark? We bring the stories, the story tonight, via Stephen McGowan, is that the Sky deal is sorted, £30 million a year yeah. for Scottish football, 60 yeah. games. Yeah, it's good news, Paul. It's good news, you know, it's security, um, guaranteed money. A lot of uh, chairman and chief executive are absolutely delighted that it's been signed, that it's over the line because there was a bit of doubt um, about it. But, as I say, in an ideal world, we would be getting more, and I think we should be getting more. But uh, the reality is, um, it's a solid deal and uh, it's good for Scottish football. Barry, it would be good if your old club Rangers, if they can sort it out with the league, you know, the cinch things have been going on and all the rest of it. I think people look at these things, the, the supporters, and say, let's just get on with it. Yeah? yeah. yeah. I can't see it happening, if I'm being honest no. with you, any time yeah. soon, um, Paul. Uh, there's obviously issues there. Um, and you like to think that they would sit round the table as, as men and, and sort it out, um, but it doesn't look that way. Scotland under-21s, 1-1 with Northern Ireland yesterday. Barry, I don't know if you saw any of that. Scott Gemmell, um, he's insisting that they were... It was a battling performance. We thought we might get the win there, but 1-1 yesterday? Yeah, there's a, I mean, it's a young squad as it's, well. Yep. I mean, you mentioned Ben Doty scored yep. his first goal last year. If you, you look at the... It's a new group of players yep. uh, and it's going to take him a wee bit of time. There's going to be a bit of inconsistency at times during, during games. Um, but once this group plays more often together they get stronger I think there's potential that a number of the players can can make the step up in the next couple of years and people talking about young Ben aren't they down at Liverpool yeah. Calvin Ramsey as well yeah they're, 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 they're doing well Paul they're, they're, they've settled in um, you know I think the the level of coaching and, and the level of care the level of detail um, at that youth level between you know, the kind of youth and, and, and reserves at Liverpool um, ball accounts it's second to none you know it's been a real eye opener uh, for Ben Dock so you know expecting him to come on uh, leaps and bounds obviously it'll be a, a big big astic into Liverpool first team but it goes to show if you, you look at the, the evidence that's there at Liverpool if you're good enough you'll get a crack you know you're talking like um, uh, what's the one recently Bobby Clark um, Lee Clarkson who was a manager yep. of Kilmarnock mm-hmm. uh, old Newcastle player his boys come in and getting a, a shot at the first team so they certainly like to, to promote their youth and um, they worked very very hard by all accounts to get Ben Doak and, and now that they've got him they, they're, they're giving him his all and for Calvin Ramsey um, a tough one to go and uh, dislodge Trent Alexander uh, Arnold but you know it wouldn't surprise me if you know within 18 months you see Calvin Ramsey being the first choice at, at Liverpool and Trent Alexander move forward on into a more uh, advanced role playing in front of him Barry can you see that happening yeah Ramsey yeah. Ramsey's got real potential real potential and it's difficult when these young players go down they, they're away for their families for the first time and you've got to give them a bit of time to bed in um, but there's no doubt when I watched Calvin Ramsey at Aberdeen when I watched Aberdeen because Lewis was there when he played very very similar to Nathan Patterson um, and as I said look how well Nathan Patterson 
first six months was a bed and in period. I know he got an injury, but this season he's he cemented that right back position. Unfortunately, he got injured last Wednesday, and I think in time, young Ramsey can hopefully force his his way into that Liverpool team. Because listen, as Scots, we'd love to see the players yeah. go down there and excel, um, and I would love to see um, that happen with, with Ramsey and all the players um, down in England. Because you know what it's like; they, they always look down in our league up here, and we have no get. They've got better players than us. Well, we've got some players that are, are playing top level down in England at this moment in time and hopefully young players continue to get down there and, and um, go and do the business and make sure they, they play plenty of games. It's a good conveyor belt, Mark, isn't it, coming through? You, you know, you look at the Scotland team, still yeah. quite young, aren't they? I yeah. mean, I know they're sort of mid-twenties now, uh-huh. some of them late-twenties, but it's still the nucleus of a young team and this is the next one that's coming through in a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, most most of the guys have got at least two campaigns mm-hmm. um, left in them, um, Paul. Um, and I think, you know, you, I think it was you know John McGinn's 50th cap the other night. You look at the level, you know, your Andy Robertson's, your Carl McGregor's, your Scott McTominay's. Uh, you know, even your, your, your Ryan Christie's mm. you see all those guys have all Stuart got a Armstrong. lot yeah, yeah a lot a lot of caps um, between them uh, you've then got you know, we're talking about at the top of the show a talent like Billy Gilmer who can't even get off the bench at the moment and that's not a slight on his ability he's a brilliant footballer but it shows the quality that we've got just now McTominay playing out his skin because he knows he has to do it to keep Billy Gilmer out of the team he, he was exceptional McTominay Aye. Last Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, and like, he comes in for a bit of criticism. Pretty similar to remember Dan Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, used to get a bit of criticism, and uh, and it used to baffle me why. Because I trained with Dan Fletcher. I seen what he'd done. How Maybe good was he? Dan Fletcher. Yeah, 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 you would always have have you on your team. Well, you just need to look at Manchester United. He games. played in every big game, whether it was the Liverpool game, Man City game, Champions League games. He was always in the starting eleven. Um, and Scott McTominay's come in for a bit of criticism down south but he's always played in the right side of a back three moved in there and I thought him and Callum McGregor complemented each other brilliantly Promotion to the A division is at stake tomorrow night I think the achievement for us is just to keep improving so if, if, if that brings promotion to Group A then it's another step on the way Here's Shea Adams speaking about it. Yeah, I think it just gives everyone, you know, self-belief, uh, and and it makes everyone trust in what we're doing. Uh, you know, the the boys are you know raring to go, and and I think everyone can see now how good we are as a team and how much we want to do well. So I think yeah, it's it's going to be an amazing amazing achievement. It would be in markets more lucrative. It is, yeah, it's more money in the coffers and every penny um, is welcome, yeah. Paul. Um, any stage, I mean, I think that's the way. When this was all, you know, mapped out by by EFA four or five years ago, that to keep to to make it interesting, to make sure that there's a competitive edge, promotion, relegation, but also financially, you know, the rewards are there for being successful. And Scotland will get will get a nice, healthy uh, financial bump up if if they get promotion. Right, you got your teams ready then for yep. tomorrow night, Barry. What do you think, Scotland lineup? Yep, I think he'll he'll keep to the the same formation as the last two games. Craig Gordon and goals. Hickey's obviously fit, so Hickey mm-hmm. right back. Henry, Gallagher, Taylor is your back four. Jack and McGregor, you're, you're holding midfielders. McGinn just in front of them. And I think Armstrong, Christie in the, the left, Armstrong in the right, and Shea Adams up top. The only one I was unsure, I think Ryan Fraser's looked dangerous mm-hmm. when he's come on the last two couple of games. So, uh, last, sorry, couple of games. So, I'm unsure whether he might slip into one of the areas um, where Christie and Armstrong is. But, I'm going to go with Armstrong and Christie because they've started the last two games. 
Armstrong and Christie. What do you think, Mark? What's your lineup? Do, do you know, funny enough, I've mm-hmm. only got one change mm-hmm. from Barry's team. I think there's two or okay. three decisions. Uh, is it Gallagher or is it Portis? For me, it's Gallagher. But Portis might get the nod because he was in the original squad, but I would go with Gallagher. You're not a huge fan about Portis, though. He's no, got I, talent. Yeah, I think he's still very raw, mm-hmm. Paul. I think but he's when's still... he going to mature? Well, you know, it's up to him. Yeah, it's up to him. I mean, clearly he's rated. You know, every Hibs manager that's had him, they've had three or four in the past couple of years. Um, always, always play him. New contract. Steve Clark's had him involved, so there's no doubt um, there's something uh, there's something there. But I just think he's a, he's he's a wee bit raw. So, but I, I would go with Gallagher, but, but, but maybe the manager will go with with Port. And I've got Fraser instead of Armstrong. But that said, you know Armstrong has got more experience. He does mm. start more games. You know, has a bit of experience tomorrow night as well. Being able to handle it again, maybe maybe about Ryan Christie put so much into the last two games maybe he will be benched maybe he'll just bring in a couple of fresh legs thinking might be a wee bit more backs to the walls when he was, you know, withstand a lot of pressure um, you can have a lot of possession and then Scotland hit him in the counter-attacks I think maybe that's why Fraser might be in there um, and normally I would have Ryan Christie but I just wonder for somebody else just with that more defensively minded with that kind of work rate just to, to make sure that they're, that they're a, a help to um, to Hendry and Gallagher but also the big thing um, on our right hand side Hickey and whoever plays in front of them mm-hmm. they've got to be defensively switched on because they're up against the Ukrainian boy who plays for Shakhtar on the left hand side absolute and fly pi- yeah and he pings you back so who's going to be best equipped no to help Hickey um, cope, with, cope with that threat. yeah because you'll need to double up him he is a yeah. real danger yeah. um, he, he is the main danger um, for the Ukraine Mudrich but I think young Hickey I, I've just been impressed with mm-hmm. his temperament um, I, I just really like him he looks a guy who's full of confidence and nothing nothing phases him which which I love to see in a, a young player and that's why I think he'll have a, an Armstrong there who's um, who does the dirty side really well I know he's great going forward but I just think um, there's only two areas left centre half and does Fraser come in for either Christy or Armstrong that Mars just mentioned there I think the rest picks itself So what do you think about Ryan Fraser will he come in do you want to take another few minutes to decide no, no. Um, <laughs> no, I'll, no but, I'll go you with it I'll go with Armstrong and Christy okay because you're so close to it people say that they love it and the socials they come back on they listen to us and you know the game Barry you've played so many times at the highest level and Mark I don't think you're far away either uh, Declan Gallagher I mean it just didn't work out for him at Aberdeen um, he'll be thrown in you, you think tomorrow night and you think he'll cope well yeah because he's had the experience here before he's played in big game mm-hmm. Serbian game sure. Mitrovic marked him mm-hmm. out of the game decided to leave Murrow never worked out at Aberdeen um, but I watched the game last week um, the St Merlin Celtic mm. game and I thought he was outstanding um, so that's the reason why I'm sure he would have been close to a call up that's why Portis probably got the nod um, but for me Gallagher he's got the experience and I think he'll go with Gallagher and what about Ryan Jack you're a big fan of his supporter he's been in he's been out it's, you see the value of him yeah but it's, I mean McTominay and McGregor have been really good let, yeah. let's be honest and I'm sure Ryan will be frustrated but he'll definitely go in there and play in the anchor role beside Callum McGregor I, I just no way you see 
Billy Gilmore starting just even the way he keeps the ball, he keeps he keeps possession, he just keeps it ticking, the wee short fight it. No, just I not just, a, think, just for this title again tomorrow yeah, night. No, and I just think because he's not played much football, you, you're you're going to a tough play. You're playing against a tough team who move the ball quick, who are technically good, they're quite strong and physical. I, I just think, well, I, I love Billy. I do. I, mm. I, honestly, I, I think he's a, a top footballer. He just needs to go and get games now. I think Ryan Jack's played a few big ones for Rangers over the last two or three weeks so that's why I think he'll go with more the experience of Ryan Jack and beside Callum McGregor Billy Gilmer he came on the 89th minute or something didn't he he's hardly played yes. at all Yeah, but yeah. listen I'm glad he's made the move because yeah. it must have been tough for him leaving a massive club like Chelsea but that tells me that he wants to play he wants to play games of football but how, how crazy is football he moves to Brighton <laughs> the Brighton manager gets the, 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 the Chelsea job. Um, but I'm sure Brighton, the way that they play football, will suit Billy down to a tee. Also, I mean, David, David Weir's head of recruitment uh, there. It's maybe even a more senior role, that more like kind of director of football. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously they've known all about it. But I have to say, with the way the English market is down the road, I think 10 million is an absolute bargain. There may well be a massive sell on. Um, for, for you know, look at Brighton they sold Chicarella for 63 million um, to, to, to Chelsea so you know they, they have now established themselves as a, as, as a, a high selling in terms of fees to get the, 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 the optimum amount for their players but Billy Gilmer at 10 million quid I think that's got the potential to be an absolute bargain for Brighton Man of the match at Wembley wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he, he ran the show yeah. he, he ran the show um, no doubt about it look we, we know all his qualities yeah. it's just unlucky at this moment in time he's not had enough game time in my eyes and that's probably why he's no starting under Stevie Clark but hopefully the next few months when he he gets back down to Brighton he settles he gets into that starting 11 and he's he's going to be a massive player for Scotland in the future Countdown is on we're 25 hours away from the big game news is next The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's Service your existing car with us right now And it's worth £500 off your next car Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota We'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas When you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians We even have complimentary courtesy cars available So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. Here on the socials, loads of you are on saying about tomorrow night, can we make it three in a week? Well, Steve Clark thinks that we could do against Ukraine and crack off tomorrow. Big factor. With ourselves in Ukraine, are still suffering from the, the catch-up. If you like, we, we have to catch up matches. We have to play three games in a short space of time. We knew that would be the case. And like I said before, you just have to deal with it. There's a reason why we're we're having to do this. And the reason that we're having to do this is much bigger than a game of football. Indeed it is, and everyone knows that. Barry, for you though, you'd always, you say you'd rather play than just train three games in a week. Yeah, listen, I think if you ask any of the players that are involved in the, the international squad, they, they would be the same three games. The way they look after themselves, they're athletes now. And after that Ukraine game, the, the guys who played most minutes would have just 
done a, a recovery session on, on Thursday and Friday um, go and play the game and then it'd be the same training would have been very very light today before they travelled um, across to, to, to Poland um, so I don't think it I think if you ask any player or any ex-player they would rather play games of football than, than train of them being honest Mark, there's been a virus in the squad, but they've travelled. Most of them have travelled. The yeah. only ones missing are the ones that we know about through injury and suspension of Scott McTominay. Yeah, I mean, Steve Clark didn't seem overly concerned. Probably just a, you know a precaution, which is fine. Going to Poland, they'll be absolutely fine there in terms of the hotel and 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 the, and the food. And I think too, Paul, you know, Barisino squeezing the three games and you know, it's, it's effectively six days. Yeah, um, won't be a problem because they're on a high. You're 90 minutes away from finishing top of your group and making it into a playoff. That's all the incentive you need. It's not like the summer where they were deflated, losing to Ukraine, losing so heavily, going to Dublin. You know they, they managed to get themselves up for, for beating Armenia, which you, you know you'd expect them to do, but they were still flat and that took its toll uh, in the game in Dublin. Hence the, the the heavy defeat. But they've got themselves back on it, 90 minutes away from becoming heroes again, and every single one of them will be up for it tomorrow night. And we love the attitude of, for example, Shea Adams. No, I feel great. Um, you know, I trained this morning and feeling better, but uh, I think it's just, a, you know, it's one of them ones where we have to get through it and get a massive, massive uh, performance in tomorrow. No, I'm, I'm tough, as, I'm tough, so I, I can play, I think. Um, yeah, I think if it was any worse than that, I think I couldn't, but, you know, I'm, I'm fit and I'm ready to go for tomorrow. And Barry, you said in the first hour you reckon Wednesday night's performance against uh, Ukraine was the best under Stevie Clark. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah. that, that's the best I've I've seen Scotland. Listen, I've had some brilliant performances since yeah. Stevie Clark's come in um, three and a half years ago. But I just thought the the way we played, the way we defended, the way we attacked, we were really aggressive. The amount of opportunities we we created um, in twenty four attempts on goal against a very, very good Ukraine side. I, in, in my eyes, that was the, the best I've seen Scotland. Impressive, yeah. And for Steve Clark, who's got this kind of reputation wrongly, I, I would say, kind of defer, defer, doer and defensively minded, um, you know, I wasn't aware of that stat, 24 attempts on goal is, uh, is some going uh, to go and do that. And let's not forget, against a really good team. Mm -hmm. You look at Ukraine's yeah, we know obviously the stuff that's going on with the war and all that but you look at their qualification programme for Euro 2020 you know up against France and what they did so they are a, they are a top 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 team and um, as much as we're on a high just now it's going to take a hell of a performance to avoid defeat tomorrow night I mean we'll, we'll be proper back to the wall stuff um, for long spells but I think we go there with our confidence and, and go there feeling good um, about ourselves and absolutely can get the point well, they'll be hurting they will be hurting because we, we gave them an absolute doing last Wednesday so that, that's the the mind frame that you've got to go in and when I, I think Scotland need to bring similar level of performance mm. they did last week if we're going to get the, the three points but listen this Scotland team they, they bring up surprise results at times mm. and, and listen they've got to go over there as I said these last two games six points against good opposition confidence has got to be sky high Yep, their boss, Alexandro Petrikov, says his squad is in a better position than it was last week. So maybe some players back that were missing and they're at home and they're, well, in Krakow, we realise. But they're a proud nation and uh, it's going to be a tough game tomorrow night. I mean, for them too, Paul, they want that security of, yeah. of uh, a playoff spot. They want to think, well, that's, at least we've got that. You know, 
you think of all the time and effort that goes into these Nation League games they're not doing it to finish second in the group they want to finish top get the promotion and um, and secure a player spot so they can do it and they bounce back from the disappointment of Hamlet and win 5-0 and I mean we know Armenia aren't they great but Scotland struggled a wee bit against them away from home and the turning point was Armenia getting down to 10 men that totally changed the game um, for us we get that wee break um, so as I said it's going to take a hell of a performance not something to take for granted this is just, just turn up and it'll happen this is going to take you know something like we produced uh, against Serbia that night you know real proper performance everybody has to be on it switched on Craig Gordon may well be the most important man in the pitch um, for us tomorrow night and he's coming on the back of a real good performance against Republic Ireland on Saturday night Here's Shea Adams speaking about Ukraine. Look, in the summer it wasn't good enough and I don't and I think everyone knows that. Uh, so it was up to us to put it right, you know, at Hamden and, and, and we surely did that. Um, so it's gonna be another hard one and tough one tomorrow, but it's something we're looking forward to. More about that as the programme goes on. Barry, can we speak a wee bit about this weekend, club football? Just to look ahead, because as you know, we've teamed up with our friends at Clyde Built Home Improvements, and it's a chance for the listeners to win cash every Friday here on the Go Radio Football Show. All you do is predict the weekend Scottish Premiership results. And this weekend, we've got Hearts against Rangers, 12.30, Tynecastle, 3 o'clock at Petordry, Aberdeen against Kilmarnock, Celtic against Motherwell at 3, Dundee United against St. Johnson, Ross County, Hibernian, and St Mirren against Livy. So no one has got the predictions right so far. The take-home this weekend is £1,300. So you can register at thisisgo.co.uk. Chance to come on and win. It's a great card this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, as um, you just mentioned there, Rangers, they got the victory last week against mm. Dun United. They, they did start well. I watched the game, but as the game went on, Obviously, done United get that goal back, it's nervy towards the end, and then you're thinking, right, do you know what? At least it's three points. And then obviously, the, the shock result in the, the Sunday, St. Murn, um beating Celtic by two goals. Now it's down to two points. Rangers need to make sure they go to Tyne Castle earlier, kick off, then puts a wee bit of pressure on, on Celtic, get the three points. You go a point ahead, albeit Celtic at home against Munnell, but mm. you're putting a bit of pressure on them. Market is huge. Rangers oh. could go top, or if they don't, then that's them back from the the break, uh, and it's a yeah. bit of a stutter. Aye, oh well, Paul. If Rangers don't win on Saturday, I think the pressure is going to increase again. And Giovanni Van Brot, that's just the movie that he's in at the moment. He's only just one bad result again from people saying, "Is he the right man to manage uh, Rangers?" And let's be honest, if you want to go and win titles, if they want to go and regain the title from Celtic, you've got to go and Tyne Castle and win. You've got to do it. They've got to put a marker down. We're back. Champions League I'm not saying you write it off but for me it's almost like a write off this is about the league this is Rangers most important game it's not Liverpool midweek it's mm-hmm. Tynecastle is their most important game of the week absolutely 100% Rangers need to win that game and go top of the table and put a bit of pressure um, on Celtic if they don't it's in footballing terms it's a disaster for Rangers if they don't win um, on Saturday Barry Saturday more important than Tuesday yeah yeah, of course that's your, your bread but listen it's great being in the Champions League but it's going to be tough um, for Rangers do I see them qualifying even for Europa League it's going to be hard Paul um, so look the focus is just on Saturday at Tynecastle. you're going to a place where it's brilliant atmosphere to play Robbie's got a good team there good result last week against Motherwell you know it's going to be tough but no excuses when you go into a Saturday's game you, you know you're going into roll their sleeves up and get in amongst it and make sure you come away. I don't care how you play. 
you come away from Tynecastle with three points um, at two o'clock. And I think as well, from a Hearts point of view, in terms of the extra danger that they'll pose to Rangers, I think Hearts uh, internally, Paul, would have been very, very disappointed with their performance in the Scottish Cup final. They almost didn't turn up. You know, They didn't really threaten Rangers as much as what they should have done, considering the quality that they have in their team. So I think in front of their own supporters um, on Saturday, albeit they've got European games as well coming in midweek, um, that Hearts want to go and show that you know they're proper, they can got against Celtic when they beat Celtic at Tynecastle last season what he goes yeah we can beat Rangers we can do it on our own patch we are the real deal uh, in front of their own supporters and down the rest of the card there's great stories elsewhere Derek McInnes come back to Pataudry with Kilmarnock yeah, but I know you're going I'm to going get to, to all that those yeah. because uh, Ange Postacoglu who's been on the world tour are down promoting the Sydney Cup and doing a great job there hasn't he he's gone from Scotland today to is at the platform uh, and Fox News and all the rest of it over there then he'll be back but he'll still be hurting Mark after losing uh, after 364 days it was some run 38 games but they'll be determined to put on a show against Motherwell yeah I mean, again you know, internally Celtic they would have been raging Paul you know from the manager down to the players absolutely raging at losing the game I don't go in for oh Ange Postecoglou called it wrong that's what he's got a squad for that's why the that's why the the wage is, uh, is millions and millions of pounds a year that's why you're wanting two guys for every position so you can give yourself the best possible chance mm. midweek in Europe and on a, and a Sunday so at the end of the day the guys that he put faith in on Sunday a couple of Sundays ago in Paisley they let him down they let themselves down wasn't he picked the wrong team that's when a team able to go and beat um, St Mirren but you're right they'll be hurting and again in front of their own supporters if Celtic have slipped out to second place because Rangers have won it's game on you know we we want a title race. Probably a couple of weeks ago, I we thought actually Celtic might end up running away with this. But now I think, well, there might be uh, a title race. So Celtic will be of a mindset to go out and absolutely batter Motherwell on Saturday afternoon yeah. if they can. Yeah, I wasn't buying that. You, you look at the front three for Celtic against St. Mern Abada, Kyogo, and Mieda. Then you look at the midfield three Callum McGregor, Moy, and David Turnbull. There's a lot of quality there. There was enough quality there to go and, and, and get the... Internationals, everyone. Yeah, yeah. And, and get the three points. Yeah. Celtic were flat, but you've got to give St Mern credit. I thought in the day St Mern were, were excellent. Yeah. yeah, the way that Stevie set them up, they were hard to break down, but they were a threat going forward as well. Um, and the two up top, um, everybody's going on about... Probably the main player that Celtic missed was Carter Vickers. Yeah. He's a big miss. He's a big miss at the back because the two boys up top for St Mern, um gave the Celtic defence a, a, a tough day. But overall, St Mern des deserved the three points. CCV is the rock, isn't he? Yeah. On which that defence is built. Yes, he's, he's the main man. Um, you know, he's probably the best defender in Scottish football. Good turn of pace. He's not the tallest. You see him next to him. He's broad for me. He's, he's almost like an American footballer kind of tighter uh, physique. Um, but what a turn of pace he's got. He reads the game very well too so you combine that with reading the game well and having the pace um, he's a proper defender right? and, and Celtic just they shouldn't they shouldn't not miss him but they did they did miss him on Sunday afternoon are you going to say that to him if you bump into him at the bars <laughs> or in the West End or whatever it would be one of the trendy bars that I'm sure he won't frequent it's going to be some season Barry isn't it when we get back to and yeah I, I'll, I'll be honest with you a couple of weeks ago I'm yeah. thinking to myself mm -hmm. I mean Celtic were five points clear and you're thinking the way that things were going for Rangers in terms of the performances weren't great but they got away with one obviously the, the most important thing was getting back to winning ways 
against Dundee United and then obviously with the result of Celtic you think like two points game on you never give in but it was going to be tough but now they've got a real chance to go to Tynecastle and then flip flip it yeah. see how Celtic react to you're going a, hopefully a, a point ahead of them. And then days later, Tuesday, we'll be in the Radisson Red. I was in, I popped in yesterday. Place was buzzing before the Kevin Bridges. There was a DJ on, it was magnificent. So next week, we'll be there with Steen. Yeah, get getting, getting ready. Yeah, I was, uh, I popped <laughs> in there yesterday. Right, yeah. So, but it was magnificent. They look after us so well. And we'll be back with the programme and uh, obviously with the, the podcast as well with Steen. So that's going to be Tuesday. And then Wednesday, so Tuesday, Liverpool against Rangers. Wednesday, RB Leipzig against. Celtic Champions League that's brilliant uh, Paul I think you know the, the first week they were in the, the, the Radisson Red yeah. the back to, to back games albeit it was, it was two defeats Celtic lost to Real Madrid Rangers lost to uh, to Ajax but it was thoroughly yeah. enjoyable it was great mixed in with the Celtic supporters and with the Rangers supporters 24 hours later albeit they were all disappointed mm. as we all were but really good atmosphere inside the, the Radisson Red they, they, they look after us ever so well Looking forward to it, Barry. Can't wait. Yeah, Before that, yeah, that's Champions League. I mean, it's the best cup competition mm. about with the best teams and the best, the best players, and can't wait for it. Missed it last couple of weeks because yeah. um, it was a, there was a lot of excitement about. But you just look at the games that both the Rangers and Celtic have got next week, and that one going down to Anfield mm -hmm. is a Rangers, but that's mouthwatering. You're coming up against Salah, Van Dijk. You're talking world class players there, so you can go in and, and see how you're you're doing against players like that. But the atmosphere down at Anfield will be absolutely electric, and that's what the Champions League is all about, Paul. Is there a Radisson Red down there in Manchester? There must, eh, sorry, in Liverpool. Was, there must just, be a red. Just that. <laughs> no, we'll I be doing it here. There's definitely a red blue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Barry's got a sweet there. Um, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> you're always digging, aren't you? No, 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 don't, don't. <laughs> John will be in. Right, um, stats. You love your stats. I'm not so sure about some of them, but uh, according to CIS, I know your stats. Yeah, Football Observatory. They say that Rangers are the oldest team in Scottish football 28.42 so 28.5 well, can um, I just say yeah, but does it I, matter no. see talking about that the, the oldest team yeah. the difference that Stephen Davis and Scott Arfield of since course. they've come in yeah. every sure. team has been night and day you, listen uh, for me age is just a number mm -hmm. look at the way that these guys look after still Stephen Davis at 37 year old it's 37 years of age yeah. is still top quality in Scotty Arfield as well I think what is he, 34, 35? Um, 34. The yeah. difference with they 2 been in the Rangers team has been night and day in my eyes. Celtic come in as the second youngest team after Aberdeen. I don't know their age here, but 28 and a half. Does it, does it really matter? I mean, listen, Paul, it's great listen, people want to talk football. Well, but look, I, yeah. I, I, I like all these things. that They're all interesting mm. in the grand scheme of things. Does it matter? Does it going to play any part and what happens at Tynecastle or Pataudry or Celtic Park on Saturday? No. Listen, if you said to me it was 48.4, we might have a problem. <laughs> but 28.4, yeah. actually, I would say, I would say that's just about ideal. Mm. I know, you know, if you're yeah. liking four or sure. five years, then all you want to young, I, I get all that. But, you know, as Giovanni Van Bronckhorst knows right now, it's about the here and now. Mm. It's not about what's three years down the line. It's not about a project. It's about him winning on Saturday. And 28 to 29 years old, for me, that's about mm. perfect. And I can't believe I forgot Alan McGregor. Of course, well. yeah. Back in... Yeah, I mean... He's the, Napoli he's the number one. The Napoli game. Two penalty saves, some great saves. He just brings a... 
just a real leader at, at the back um, and the difference um, with the three players that I mentioned. Um, you can talk about their age all you like, but they've still got some amount of quality between the three players. We're going to continue just after the break about the weekend and more on Scotland as well. Lyndon Dykes and Shea Adams, the manager, saying they'll be OK for tomorrow. That's the word after the flight to Krakow. You've been there, Mark, haven't you? I've said that before. I've, no, I've, I've not. I've yeah. covered a couple of games uh-huh. in, in Warsaw, but right. no, I've never. I've been to Krakow with Krakow. Rangers some years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, have you played? Yeah, you I, have. Yep, yeah, I, I, I took my yeah. mother and father-in-law there for their, their anniversary. Yeah. Um, loved it. Went there three nights. One way ticket to come. There's no return. It's lovely. Ah, beautiful place. Great place. Well, Scotland will be there tomorrow night, 7.45. I have. I was there with Rangers some years ago. They played and the game was played in Krakow. What did you think? Um, It was magnificent. Great people, Mm. uh, the Poles. Yeah. But uh, it's the Ukrainians tomorrow night and we will continue the build-up and also look forward to this weekend next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Thanks very much, Rochelle. Back tomorrow morning when you wake up on The Breakfast Show with Crofty and Gredo. Thanks to everyone making the switch every night. Monday to Friday, Andy Walker will be here with us tomorrow evening and Stephen McGinn will join us as well. So we've got uh, some of the McGinns in. They must be so proud of the current captain, stand-in captain, John McGinn. Um, Some of the other headlines today, well, you know about the injuries, but the manager says... Looking forward to tomorrow night. He's called in Kingsley, as you know, and Barry Mackay from Hearts. But we don't think they will start tomorrow evening. There's been a virus in the camp, but it looks as though, as they arrived in Poland this afternoon, things are looking better. They're going to shake it off, Barry, aren't they? They're going to be ready for tomorrow night. The adrenaline will kick in. Well, you just you heard Shea Adams in his interview. Um, attitude, first class. Um, he just needs to go on with it, and that's what you want, you want to hear. So I, I'm sure Shea Adams will be... Leading the, the line, and I'm sure Lyndon Dykes will be on the bench, ready to come on to help Scotland um, if he's, if he's um, called upon. Mark, what about the sacking uh, at Watford? The manager Edwards is out already after yeah. 10 games and already it's going to be Billich is yeah. back in. Yeah, Slavin Billich has you know, had spells at West Ham, at West yeah. Brom. Uh, Croatia, national team manager. He's a really good manager. Yeah. I think he'll actually do well. Uh, that said... Um, I think that's what the fourth or fifth manager this calendar year um, already. And I'm just hearing um, quotes from the, the owner, uh, Pozzo, who's saying, you know, Rob had 10 games to show his, his identity of what he was trying to do and he's not he's not succeeded. And mm. so it's very, very harsh. But we were talking about Paul Hartley earlier, eight, nine league games. Uh, same, it's, it's crazy down south, uh, but the rewards are so high, Paul, mm. they don't feel. But what, what for... I mean, really, I think if you're if you're taking a job at Watford, you know it's you've never seen the contract out. You know, even I remember that I really liked him. Uh, Kiki Sanchez Flores no, was really yeah. successful there and get the bullet. Mm. You know, kept them up. Thank God, did they not get them an FA Cup final? And and, and did they lose five or six 0 to Man City or Chelsea, whatever it was? Um, but he he get the he get the bump. So Billy McKinley gets sacked yeah. by Watford after nine days. Yeah, remember, Badger did job nine days. He gets sacked. I think that was one of the first. Uh, appointment so disrespectful it is Paul and yeah. that, that's why um, you know you look at it and it's not going to change but the, the owners it's not all about just showing that they have the funds to go and you know make a difference it's about how they are as people as well you know and uh, just, just no respect to some of them how can you how can you show 
10 games how can you have been given only 10 games they, they chased they chased them because he, he done a great job at Forest Green got them promoted for League 2 into, into League 1 and they were going to back him and give him time but 10 games they're only a point off the playoffs it's, it's, um, it's a joke in 17 managers in 10 years it's crazy it's almost like Dundee United because Jack Ross could say seven games is what he got mm. he had that great result at home to AZ but then after yeah. that we know what happened isn't it it's been a strange season isn't it Graham Alexander out on the eve of the season mm. itself mm. although Motherwell when you look at where they are in the league it's been seems to have worked although they're I know eighth at the moment but uh, strange game you don't miss the football management Barry do no. you? No No I, I um, been asked this quite a few times Paul and I, I honestly don't at this moment in time I'm I'm happy um, what I'm doing um, my licence so actually runs yeah. out um, pretty soon so I, I, I'm going to go back and keep it going because right. obviously you don't, you don't want to throw that away but it was six years sure. to get my, my pro licence first doing your BA then mm. on to your pro so I've got to go back and do a CPD before next summer um, to keep it going but at this moment in time I have no interest whatsoever CPD continuous professional development yes yep. so you go back and study yeah you've yep. got to go back for two days um, yep. just to keep because every three years your pro licence runs out now that, that was over two years it took me to, to get that yep. there was a lot of work um, mm. involved that, involved in it and I don't want to no, I don't sure. want to throw it away mm. it's um, not cheap either no, no. you're coaching and I know it's mm. not but you know that's that's a point to make as well it's expected even for your CPD Paul it's continuous investment mm. for yeah. all these coaches you know into, the, into themselves and the hope that guy and I hear what Barry saying I think we've talked about it in the show before I get why he's not in any rush to get into back into management I get it but I also think it's very sad that he doesn't and, that, and I don't mean that against Barry, I mean it's in terms of how our game is now, how football is that somebody like Barry isn't champion at the bit to get back at I think it's quite sad actually, you know, but that's the way football is at the moment. I, I still love the game and we know we my, hear that. My, yeah. I watch yeah. you know what I'm like, I watch all sorts of football. Saturday I'll go to well, it's a junior game, an yeah. amateur game, I'll go and watch Mulder's boy playing my his amateur team. Yeah. I can get down and watch Kyle now, he's mm -hmm. down in, in League Two in England, or I'll go to Aki's, I've got to go anywhere to watch football, but I, I, just the, the last job, I just um, yeah, put a dampener on it. But listen, I, I'm, I'm never going to say never, but at this moment in time, no interest. See, for the CPD, who do you phone up? Do you phone up Giovanni or Ange or no, you've Mikel just got Arteta? To, you've got to spend two yeah. days in Ireland. All right. Yep. In Ireland? Yeah, you'll go, there'll be a B, B license or A license on, and you need to go and you, you need to be in amongst it. Um, and, and go why, why in Ireland? That's what I've done. That's the where they do it. Ah, right. Yeah, I remember you said that before yeah. you would fly over. Okay, so you yeah. go back to where, where you did it originally. And you need to be yeah. involved in all the lectures. Obviously, right. the, the A license and B license holders will be getting lectures because they'll be leading up to hopefully be getting their, their badges. So you've got to go back and, and do all that sort of stuff. It's quite interesting because football's always, always developing and getting there's different ideas uh, so it's a good two or three days it's enjoyable and you bump into quite a lot of other people that mm. you've not seen for, for years so yeah that runs out next summer so um, I need to go over and okay. make sure is, is Tommy Johnson still quite influential yeah. and all that oh yeah uh, remember Tommy's he been, joined us in the yeah, show last he's, year he's, yeah. he's been very mm. he's got a great reputation mm. for, Tommy's for putting good. on good courses hasn't he well, Tommy's really good he'd done my oh. A licence he'd done my assessment um, and did he go against you because no, he was tough I mean I got on really well with Tommy Johnson. I'll tell you a story. He came up here to do it. So you've got to do 11 against 11. So 
So before, before obviously, my assessment, which took 40 minutes, I'm sitting having a coffee, a laugh and a joke and, and whatever, and I'm thinking, oh, right, this, this is going to be all right here. <laughs> he totally switched. Yeah, serious, which I liked. And he took me right to, because you've got a watch on, and I'm, I'm looking and thinking, right, I'm doing all right here, man. I'm at 25 minutes. I've covered all aspects of what I was, um, what I was told to do. And I think he took me right to 40 minutes, bang on the button. Yeah, and he was tough. And that's what I like. But Tommy's, um, he's been working over there for yeah. a yeah. number of years. He was, um, he's an assessor for the Irish, Irish FA and I think he's involved with the national, the national team. team as yeah, well. Yeah, has been Tommy. since Mike O'Neill and now Ian Barraclough. Yeah. Yep. Question, Barry Ferguson, what job would uh, take you out of this? None at this moment. Now. No? No, honestly, well, Paul, I, I, I'm in a, a good place at this moment in time. I'm enjoying doing this in here at Go Radio. I still do a bit in my column. I've got a bit of free time where I can go and, and do things that I, I wasn't able to do um, during playing and, and managing. So do you that's think important would... to me. It's important that I've got my family life as well. Sure. But, See, when you said about that your last club was obviously, which was was Aloha, mm -hmm. was a part of it, just a wee bit of a dance, the way things went. I mean, apart from results. Was the COVID thing a hard thing to, to handle as well, Barry's a part it, I know you're putting in full time hours, but I say it's a part time club. Was it was that did that have any bearing on No, 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 no. worked out fine. The, the club were good in the way they handled it. Um look, ideally you want your squad together, but you had to be in separate restrooms. But I wouldn't use that as an excuse. It just it, it just didn't work out. It's one of the things in life, whether it's management, whether you you move job and another profession, um it just it kinda I'll put a dampener on me in terms of that I don't like the game but it just um, I thought to myself no I need to take a, a back seat here and and um, do something else just now Mark do you not think his standards are so high and the quality that Barry played alongside and gave to the game it must have been tough at part time no, no harm to Kelty and I used to say here in the studio I'd look and I'd see Mikel Arteta a young manager at Arsenal and Barry at Kelty or Aloha and you think it's a strange life mm -hmm. and if something like that came up I'm sliding doors but it, it must be harder if you're playing with players who are part time or playing in the first division here or the but second Paul, division Paul I just look at like our next international teammate Paul Hartley now he's yep. been down there eight games right they're sitting second or third mm -hmm. bottom right but what's he meant to do with that sure. it's, he's come in he's, he's made a lot of new signings takes a bit of time, time. so he gets yep. down there I don't know if Paul moved his family down there or whatever he was down there himself but things like that you think to yourself why put yourself through it and then you look at the Watford manager yeah sure mm -hmm. 10 games Mark but if he had a a top club uh -huh. to be involved I, I, with you know, it could I mean, be I have to say, it's just yeah. I look at Barry's CV as a manager from Clyde to Kelty to Alloa the one thing you, that you can tell right away from, from his CV is he's love of the game mm -hmm. You're not doing it for the money. The money wouldn't wouldn't be good. You're not doing it for that. So you've got an appetite to go and work at part-time clubs, albeit you're putting in full-time hours. Because make no mistake, even though you're working for part-time clubs, these guys put in full-time hours. Whether you've got a full-time job, 95 or not, it's full-time hours these guys put in because with the greatest respect to them being at part-time football, they want to kick on. They want to go and get a crack at full-time, whether it's taking that club into full-time football or doing so well where somebody else comes in to get you. So... There's a real love of football the right way, otherwise you wouldn't do it. And secondly, it's a chance to go and work with players and make them better. 
and I'm sure that Barry could pick out a few players I know he, he worked with Charlie Gilmore on loan for St Johnston last season and the joy that Barry would get out of seeing players doing well seeing them and adding that wee 5-10% onto their games um, I'd love to see Barry getting a crack at full-time football and I'd love to see him a part of a, of Rangers in the past four or five years um, in some capacity whether it's in at the, the academy full-time you know getting getting a hold of boys at and this is not a site because I, I don't know if Barry agree. Um, a real important age, Paul's 14, 15, 16. Mm. See, 19 and 20. I think you know if you're going to make yeah. it or not at that no, level. No, so it's 14 and 15. We're really instilling the proper habit, habits, gain knowledge, the mentality, etc., etc. Uh, and maybe that will still come. Maybe there'll mm. be an opportunity. But I have to say, I'm very, very surprised that there's that there's that there's not been so far. We just went into that. That wasn't rehearsed, Barry. Yeah. Didn't know we were going to speak yeah, about see, it. See, going back to like yeah. we were talking about managers. Look at Paul Hart. Look at the job he done at Cove. Look at the job he's done Phenomenal. previous. Yeah, yeah, and he's going down there. And and is he going to get another job? Well, chairman, look at that and think that wasn't a great. That wasn't a great start. It shouldn't because he's proved in the past that he's got the capabilities to get teams promoted on. Not a lot of budget mm. as well. Um, but listen, see, it's, for me, it's all about being happy. And I, I'm happy at this moment in time and, and why change that? And we're happy mm. that you're here with the winning team, building the audience here on Go Radio. You're back on, on Wednesday night this week. And then remember, next week, Monday, Tuesday, Champions League, you'll be on as well. We'll be on on Wednesday as well, Mark. Uh, Celtic on Wednesday, Rangers on Tuesday night. It is going to be some season. This time tomorrow, they'll be in Krakow. Well, they are there already preparing for the game. Stevie Clark said, yep, we're going to go for a win. It's a question that's always asked about this sort of situation. I don't think anybody ever goes and sets out for a draw. Your, your team is always set up to try and win the game. If you play as well as you can, but the win's not there then normally the fallback situation is that you'll get a draw. We're certainly not going there to set up for a draw because then if you don't reach your expectations, you lose the game. What impact do you think? And we got two wins in a row at the weekend against a tough Republic of Ireland. Already done better in this campaign than they did in the last one because we're two points better off. I spoke about the summer and how, I f how we felt as though we'd stalled a little bit. We've tried to kickstart and, and go again. You've seen with the two performances, the two results, that, that we feel we've done that. But we haven't done anything yet. We want to. We want to finish. We want to finish top of the group. We have to go to Ukraine. We have to play as well as we can play and, and get the result required. Yeah, a hurdle tomorrow night, but we could get to Division A. Exactly. Um, I think we've had a good two games uh, in the, in this campaign. I think we just have to end it end it well now. I think uh, you know everyone wants to do well and, and everyone show how how good we are as a team. Um, so it's just you know getting over that final line tomorrow. Shea Adams, of course, we could get the playoff spot for Euro 2024 qualification by winning the Nations League section. At the same time, Mark, clinching a, pace, a place in pot two for next month's group stage, which would be brilliant as well for the draw. And a point or better would also hoist them into the top bracket, as we've been saying, Division A. Yeah, we're going to take some calls in a second or two. Looking forward to tomorrow night. George is on from Bathgate. Hi, George. Good evening. How are you doing, boys? All right? Good, how are you? Yeah, we're in pretty good form. Aye, good stuff. Uh, no, I was Thank just you. talking about the just bit of talking about the other new about um, Barry. We've uh, been at Clyde and Iowa and things like that. And um, Mark was saying about Arteta being at um, Ajax. I've been beating no, the drum for long enough. I, I think that Rangers really, really need somebody like Barry at uh, Rangers. And that's not because of anything to do with Van Bronckhorst and like that. 
along with these guys. But I think we need to get that. Um, Ken, a draw is not good. It's good to be a win every single game. And we need to get that into these guys. And I think Barry Ferguson is the guy. Um, I don't see how Rangers haven't already done this. Get get Barry Ferguson in there and, and get him the winning mentality back into Rangers. I really honestly think uh, that's what we need. Somebody like Barry Ferguson. Neil McCann have always said it, but for me, it'd be Barry Ferguson all day long. Barry, what would you say to George? Yeah, the, look, I, I'm with the mind frame of... I want Rangers always to do well. If they asked me, I would, I would obviously really consider it. But in terms of Gio, he's got his own backroom staff. He's been down a, a, a route where he's picked guys he thinks are the right people for the job. He's brought people in from across the water in, in Holland. Um, would it make a difference? To, to, look, I played with Gio. Gio knows the club. He knows what the expectations and the demands are. Um, so look, I, I'm not going to say that I don't think Gio's the right man or he's not got the right coaches because I, I spent a bit of time with Roy McKay and, and to be fair, I was real impressed with Roy McKay when I spoke to him. I, I, I got the the feeling that he knew what it was all about as, as well and I, I'm sure the coaches, look, the, the coaching staff in there now are just going through a tough time. Listen, it's been a tough three or four weeks for Rangers. Um, but in terms of me going back, I, I'll be honest with you, I can't ever see it happening, Paul. Ever? No. Never say never. No, you never say never, but my honest opinion is uh, I can't see it happening. And Mark, we have... George, on you go. Yeah. uh, Forgive me, but I wasn't meaning... um, I I think Van Bronckhorst is a great man for the job. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're going to come good. We've had a few injuries and you've got to look past that. Uh, Let's be honest, Celtic's fine for a bit. Um, I I thought they were unbeatable there for a while, the way they were playing, but when I seen them against St. Murn, I think, Ken... They've got problems as well, so I'm not I'm not describing the the uh, gaffer at all. I think he's a great manager. I think we'll come good. I still believe we'll win the league this year, Barry, and I think we'll do well. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying, I've been saying it for a long time because you were talking about that there. Um, I think we've got the right, and not as a, as a director of football or nothing like that, just somebody to go in and maybe as with the twenties, maybe as with the twenty ones, and get these guys the mentality of winning every single week. Like you, you always beat the drum, Barry. A draw is not good. A draw is not good at Rangers. You've got to win every single week. And I think that's, we just need to get that into these players' minds every single week. Come off the park that I want you to against Hertz. Folk think, all right, so I want you to That's not good enough, Barry. Your Rangers football club, you should be beating these teams every single week. And that's your mentality. That's your long-sighted frame. I'd maybe, I think we'd maybe go further than that. Barry? I, that was drummed into me f- a young kid when I walked through the, the front doors full-time, Paul, at, at 15 years of age. Um was, listen, it's all about winning. A, a, a draw is um, disappointing. A defeat's unthinkable to happen. So that, that's the way that Rangers is built on in, in my eyes. Um, well, I think Gio's the right man. I agree with you, George. Mm. I think Gio's the right man. Just going through a bit of tough time in terms of there's a few injuries and you go through this, you go through these periods when the results are not going great. Um, but I, I, I think they got away with last week in terms of Celtic dropping points I yeah. did think pff, I, I couldn't I, I never mm. seen that coming mm. I never seen that Celtic result coming now there's only two points now and now you've got to really kick on and I think Rangers know that now I think the difference George as well with Alan McGregor and I mentioned it earlier on mm. earlier on guys like Alan McGregor back in Stephen Davis back in Scott Arfield back in guys who are a bit older mm. but the experiences and the ability they know and the they score. know how that these guys bring because they'll not accept anything less. 
George? Nah, I agree with Barry 100%. I think Hinkin was agreeing with everything here, but no, for me, Alan McGregor <laughs> one of the best goalkeeper at the club. Um, I think the spine team, we need to sort that out straight away, and we bring in Davis, uh, guys like Ryan, Jack, and Scott Arfield. I think they bolster up our, our, um, our team straight away, and I would also go with uh, the speakers up front. That's what I would do. I would just go you, with it. You'd go Morellas and, yeah, Cholak, get them both up oh, front. Okay, it's not the best line there, George, but thanks for that call. 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Coming towards the end of the bank holiday weekend, September weekend here in Glasgow. Not the case in Ayrshire. Zoe is going to join us. She's on just after seven tonight. Zoe Kelly will be on. Yep, the Glasgow holiday. It's been a good one for you, Barry, with the football. It's been terrific. I went on Wednesday and I went on Saturday. Yeah, it's been a brilliant few days in terms of international um, results and the performances. Paul, I keep going back to it last Wednesday. I mean, that was a... I really enjoyed that. Sitting on the sofa with my, my cup of tea and my biscuits, um, I, I was absolute buzzing. It's the, the the best I've seen is, and then listen, the performance wasn't up to that level on Saturday. But you know what? The main thing is, it was another three points on on the board. But we got away to Poland, which is going to be a difficult one against a team who are going to be clearly hurting after their performance last Wednesday. But albeit we're missing quite a few really important. Players and, and and top players as well. I mean, Kieran Tierney. I mean, he, you're talking about a top class operator there. Um, he's going to be badly missed. McTominay coming into the centre of the park, been exceptional the last couple of games. Big McKenna, let's be honest, mm. rock solid at the back, and him and Henry are looking they're striking up a, a decent partnership there. So it's really important that the players that come in to replace these have a um, a top game. Um, but listen don't be surprised if we go there and get the three points let's hope so looking at the club news as well we're still to look at the games at the weekend um, Georges Jakimakis has taken a knock uh, on <clears throat> duty with Greece but he's 50-50 now to play against Northern Ireland tomorrow Mark so that's the latest just this evening it acquired a scan after feeling discomfort during training as the Greek medical team tried to determine the extent of the injury nothing was flagged on the scan initially but he remained under the supervision of the physio team. So we'll find out tomorrow. That's uh, broken there on the Sun uh, site, I can see. So yeah, let's I mean, hope Jalakis yeah. is okay. You know, for Celtic, I mean, it's like all managers, um, Paul, you know, they're, they're, they're very proud to see their players go away with various international um, teams. But, you know, they, they must sit for eight, nine, ten days with their fingers and toes crossed that, that nothing happens to their players. And, um, you know, it's very unusual for every player to come back without something when they go away in international duty. So for Celtic, Jackie Marcus, he's a great uh, backup to Kyogo. I mean, at most other clubs would probably be the number one striker, Paul, such as his quality, but Kyogo is that, that bit special. But the good thing is he's a good pro. When he's asked to come in and do a job, he does. When he comes off the bench, he, he lights things up, he gets goals, he's a good finisher. So Celtic will be certainly keen to have him back fit and ready. And on the TV deal that we revealed in the first hour, uh, see the record are also talking about it, saying that Livingston went with the vote because you needed 11 out of the 12 and they got it. It will be rubber stamped during the week, but the £150 million deal with Sky is going to go ahead. Yep, and it's it's good news, uh, Paul. It brings stability, it brings certainty. We know that Sky's got a great track record, we're a good partner for Scottish football for more than two decades and they're good for the money and for every chairman and chief executive to get 
uh, that financial certainty over the next five or six years uh, is good going. I know there will be an argument and some will say we're selling ourselves short. I get that. It's a valid argument. But in this day and age, um, you know, if that offer's on the table and for all we know, Sky might have put a deadline on it. Um, so look, it's, it's a, by the way, it's a great deal for Sky as well. Because Barry sure. says, we've, and we all know, we've got a great product. So it's a great deal for Sky. I mean, I, I'm sure Sky will be rubbing their hands at that kind of deal. But equally, it, it is a good deal for us. Some yeah, great football. Yeah. Some that, great football in Scotland. Yeah, there's yeah. some of the games I, I've really enjoyed. Um, as, as I says, we, we've got real good players up here. Um, both Rangers and Celtic in the Champions League. Disappointing other teams have no done their part in Europe. But listen, you've got to. You've got to take what's guaranteed and that was sitting on the table and, and Mark just mentioned there, you don't know if Sky have done that. Listen, end of September, if that's not a sign we're withdrawing that. And then, Tyson what, Fury. And, then, <laughs> and then what happens there? Yep. Um, but ideally, you would like to get more money in for the clubs but listen, that, that's the offer and that's the only offer it's earned. You, you've got to take what's there because it's guaranteed and as I said, Sky Sports are, are always good for their money. I'll get your predictions in a few moments. Before that, we talked half an hour or so ago about this weekend. So Hearts Rangers, Saturday, 12.30. Three o'clock, the other games, including we talked about St Mirren. Um, no, that was St Mirren was last week, but Celtic Motherwell, of course. The game you wanted to mention was Aberdeen against Kelly. And for Kelly, of course, this weekend, they need to start picking up points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Derek came back to, and Tony Dockett came back to uh, to Petodre yep. for the first time um, as as managers mm -hmm. of another mm -hmm. team. So um, they'll be doing that. They'll, they'll, they'll be looking forward to it in some respects. And for their Kilmarnock team, um, you know, they'll be looking uh, to try and dig a result. If you can go up to Petodre and dig out a point for Kilmarnock, I think that'd be a good result. Aberdeen look to bounce back. After the disappointment of losing to Hibs, Jim Goodwin been hauled up in front of the SFA for his comments about Ryan Portis and Aberdeen in front of their own fans who want to put on a, a performance and get a result, which you would expect them to. Uh, but I think that's got the makings of a of a cracker. Um, and just in the road at Tannadice, Liam mm -hmm. Fox's first game, yeah. the permanent manager now at Dundee United, so wish him all the best. What about Aberdeen, Kelly? Will they go to the, the dugout? Of course, it's changed, isn't it? Jim Goodwin changed yeah, the dugout. Changed so Derek will be back in his familiar dugout. <laughs> yeah, um, and... Let's not forget the job that Derek done up, yeah. up at Aberdeen, where he took them to. Because when he took over, they were languishing at the bottom, yeah. fighting relegation. Well after year, Barry, yep. they were bottom four most times. And he, he, he's, um, well, I think if you asked Derek overall, he'd be disappointed he never got to more finals, a couple of more finals, or, or and with a chance of getting another couple of trophies. But I think overall, Derek done a, a fantastic fantastic job up there and Kilmarnock now I've got a, a top manager so I'm sure Dell will go up there with his team and as I says they, they need to start picking up points because they, they are um, they've not picked up enough points but I think once the season pans out about, I, I honestly believe Kilmarnock will be fine because they've got a, you a think manager okay? yeah, yeah they've got a manager who knows the game inside out he knows how to set a team up so I think um, come the end of the season Kilmarnock will be fine and I'm sure that would have been the their target mm -hmm. they've got promotion just make sure they consolidate and then I think it'll be the second season they'll look to maybe kick on and try and break into that top six because they were so ambitious going for Derek McInnes most people thought it's not going to happen and it has done what about Liam Fox then what do you he did a decent run the last few weeks mm -hmm. yeah, somebody had to arrest the, the slide I know you feel for Jack Ross mm -hmm. you know but that's he's come and gone from there what do you think about Liam Fox well I mean I know he's, he's been looking to try and get into management for a, for a couple of years now uh, Paul I think he served a good 
apprenticeship going away back to um, I think Craig Levine gave me his first coaching job at Hearts um, maybe five, six years ago um, he's been at Dundee United under a couple of managers he was given the opportunity and, he, and he's grasped it with both hands in the last out and they lost 2-1 at Rangers but put up a really good fight made a really good account of themselves seems to have steadied it there um, I just hope that he's given time you know, to, to go and um, do something but he knows Dundee United inside out and uh, like I say a good young Scottish coach so uh, wish him all the best because paying off the managers must be costing the board well, you exactly know it, you could argue there, 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 yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it by the way there's, there's an element of convenience because of the financial situation as well Paul but that, that's by saying that that's not a slight um, on Liam Fox that's not his um, problem he's been offered the job because he was given a crack at it and um, he showed enough to, to say he deserves it on a full time basis Barry how do you think he'll do? Well, if you look generally at Dun United squad, there, there is decent players there. Um, and i never seen the results coming that they had um, previous to, to Jack getting getting sacked. I, I, again, I know there was a couple of absolute thumpings in there, but I still thought it was a bit early. Um, that's now a couple of jobs that I think Jack's lost too early in, in my eyes. But listen, Dun United make a decision. They go with Liam Fox. He's um, What he's done is he's, he's Closed up shop a bit. They've not conceding as yeah. as many goals. Um, so he's got a two year contract. Um, a big job in their hands. They're sitting bottom in a league. Um, I see he's brought Stevie Crawford in as his assistant mm. manager. So time will tell. But again, you like to see young managers given an opportunity, and and that's what Liam Fox has got at Dundee United. And a quick word before we go back to Scotland and prediction of England tonight against Germany. What about Jason Cummings yeah, playing? I know. And doing so well with Australia. Yeah, and he's listen. He's he's been banging the goals in yeah. since he's moved over there. He, he, he playing. Obviously, it was a penalty he scored. Yeah. Um, I watched it and I seen it. Did um, you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I seen it. Obviously, yeah. on on Sky, he slotted it away really well. And it looks to me if yeah. he, he's enjoying his life out there um, and he's enjoying his football, which is the main thing because. Mm. He had a few moves that clearly didn't work out for him when he was back here. Um, he broke onto the scene at Hibs um, and obviously he's moved about yeah. down Nottingham Forest. He's been Shrewsbury, Rangers, Dundee. Never worked out for him. He's went across to the other side of the world. And, and it's working and, out? Yeah, and it's working it's out great. and it looks to me yep. if he's enjoying it and, and he's scoring goals. Predictions. What about England against Germany? What do you think? England's relegated already but yeah. the last game before the World Cup for them? Yeah, in front of their own fans at Wembley tonight, I think that'll be a 1-1 draw. 1-1. Barry, what do you reckon? I think Germany will beat them 1-0. Do you? Yeah. Um, Southgate, but I mean, they didn't need to go on with it now, the actual yeah. tournament itself. I mean, I think he's, he's, getting record, a, he's, he's getting a terrible yeah. ride down there, yeah. uh, Paul, with the fans. And the. I, mean, I think a lot of the fans' reaction towards him is, is not purely based on, on football results, it's other stuff. Um, but it's, it's a shame he's taking the Euro finals and, and the, what was it, the semi finals of the World Cup yeah, as well. Give him a break. Back to Scotland then, the last couple of minutes. Here's Stevie Clark about tomorrow night's game. Big factor. Uh, with the ourselves in Ukraine are, are still suffering from the, the catch up. If you like, we, we have to catch up matches. We have to play three games in a short space of time. We knew that would be the case. And like I said before, you just have to deal with it. There's a reason why we're, we're having to do this. And the reason that we're having to do this is much bigger than a game of football. It is indeed, Barry, but it's going to be some night tomorrow. So what would you say for Scotland? How should we approach it now? You've given us your team. and Do we have to be careful that they don't run over us early on and go yeah, for us? I mean, it's the old saying, but clearly it's how, how you start the game. Um, you make sure that you, you don't let them settle into a, a rhythm because they've got real good players that can really hurt you. Um, 
it's going to be tough it is it's going to be a big ask um, for this this team going over to Poland also we're missing I've repeated this a few sure. times we're missing big yeah. big players but it's Scotland we're talking about and we've, we've managed to surprise um, a lot of mm. people and I, I think we'll I don't think we'll go over there and it'll be a brilliant vintage performance but I think we'll come back with something we'll come back with a point I do you think we're going to get the point? Yeah, I think we're would... going to get the point. I don't think we're going to go out and try and play for a point, mm. but I think we've got enough in the locker to, to make sure we, we finish top of that group. Top of the group would be magnificent. Mark, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I think we need a point. I think it'll be back to the wall for most of the game, but I think we can counter. We wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's a 2-2 uh, tomorrow night, uh, Paul. We really missed Kieran Tierney at Hamden in June, uh, yeah. and we didn't realise how much we missed him to after the game. We've not got him again tomorrow night. We've not got the captain either. Andy Rock there's still a lot of quality in the team That might, that's the thing that just makes me think it mm. might be too big an ask to go and get a third brilliant result in a row but we've got to be you've got to be optimistic and um, let's hope we get a point and I think we will Thank you Mark we'll see you later in the week you too Barry Zoe Kelly is up next tomorrow night at 5 it's Andy Walker Stephen McGinn and me Paul Cooney thanks for listening tonight the news is next the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go. Service your existing car with us right now And it's worth £500 off your next car Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.